Yeah. <laughs> right. What a good start. Cool. Look at that. Another day, another episode. Another this day, was like 350, 60 something. I don't fucking know. I lost count. But amazing. this one is amazing because we have Vanilla Gorilla. Then he went to Pineapples for breakfast. And now it's just pure old Jabrul Welcome to the show, man. Let the world know who you are, what you do. I appreciate Charlie, man. You know what it is, baby. I'm Java. We are the Kuwait, baby. You know, it's the motherfucking Arabic city with sauce, baby, where everything's hot, where everything's cool, everything's saucy. <laughs> I'm rapping out here, baby. You know, I put that city on the map, bro. We work with the biggest in the motherfucking industry from Snoop Dogg, and I ate that motherfucker on the track. Yeah, the motherfucking did. Scott Storm. Let him know, Java. Let him know. Let him know, Java. <laughs> that's the baby. You feel me? So that's what's up, man. You know, it's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate y'all reaching out and everything, bro. Y'all seem like fucking dope ass people for real. For I'm, I'm excited for this. Right, this, be a hard, man. this is gonna be the greatest episode we ever did, right? Let's get right into it. <laughs> Kuwait is not really that big on the rap scene, being so public, right? We went yes, from sir. like now, now on those motherfuckers, right? To like, to like, you know, people like you and other really good Kuwaiti rappers, right? But here's my question. With this stigma, with this whole, you know, like, right? Like to now people actually doing it. How did that yeah. happen? Explain to me where the change happened in the history. I, I mean, look, rap's been around in Kuwait and hip hop has been in Kuwait in a very small community. Well, I can, you know, and I say this with all disrespect and all, all, all shit on the table, these fuckheads were whack, bro. These fuckheads were whack, bro. Like this, I, I, I would not consider it hip hop coming for me. I would not consider it uh, rap coming for me. I just had a bunch of fuckheads who, who, who had no competition and were able to shine. And just because there was no other light, you feel me? Like everything was dark. You feel me? He had a small little torch and shit. Hey, you know, it comes out with a weird <laughs> song like. Some, man, some weird ass sexist ass weird ass motherfuckers man and, and, and this is why the hip hop scene in Kuwait went to shit early it went it was it just nosed off to the motherfucking floor man like if we it was a graph it would go instead of going up like this it just went down it wasn't even up bro like right. <laughs> you know, it, wasn't, it wasn't even up no it wasn't. And, uh, yeah. yeah it was it was disgusting man you had you had a couple artists out here who were raining and, and the only reason they got popping was uh, they would diss other rappers out in the Khalid, you know, and right. uh, with our brothers in Sardinia and Lebanon and everywhere. Everybody, you know, had their hip hop thing going on. But uh, the music that was being produced was dead. It was completely dead. It was embarrassing. You you literally physically cringe when you listen to that shit. Yeah. And this had to change, bro. This was not a good image because, you know, if, 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 if me as a person from this city, and you know, I got Kuwait over here. I got the flag on my shoulder. I got 965, bro. It's my city and I fucking love my city. You feel Hell me? Oh yeah, bro. Where's my key? I will. Uh, my key? You, got, you got sign, let's show that shit, baby. You don't shine that shit. Let's I go, baby. I love Kuwait. Here you go, 965, baby. We ready. 965, let's go. Yes, All right, so for the international community, 965 is basically the number code for Kuwait, right? Yes, sir. But yeah, keep 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 talking. Keep saying so. Keep preaching, yes, bro. So, 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 so when, when this is my city, bro. I love this city. And I, I refuse. I refuse to let somebody foreign to go to Google and write in Kuwait rap and have some fuckheads like that pop up, bro. Cause that's embarrassing. You feel me? Right. Uh I've sat with I've sat with multiple kingpins of the music industry in the West, from Steve Lobel, the biggest artist manager on the planet, bro. 
And, and when I when I had to tell him about my city and he would do his own research <clears throat> behind my back, uh, he would figure out that damn this guy's from a city that's real cool, but the music's whack. It's not. It's not there. It's not it. So that had to change. Like real, real, that that just had to change. Like like a motherfucker. So. You know, um, I'm an educated dude, alhamdulillah. You know, my parents raised me uh, uh, not to be like, not to look like this. Well, I can... Um, <laughs> happen. Uh, that was going to be my next question. I was going to I was gonna ask, like, you don't look like the typical Kwaiti at all. Like, okay. not yeah. even close, right? Yeah. So here's, let's, let's just jump right into this question. What changed? How? <laughs> what happened? All right, man. <laughs> Not many know this. Not many people know this because uh, I don't really talk to people because I don't like people. Mm. But man, look. I, so so during 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 high school, I had the worst high school experience. Where'd you go? By I, the way? I went to five different high schools because I kept getting kicked out because uh, I was bullied heavy. Believe it or not. Yeah. I'm talking. I'm not talking some exchange of words kind of shit or like, hey man, the like the Kaiser kind of shit. Yeah. I know what you mean. I got, I got, I got a collective of around 19 stitches on my body because, because my yeah. high school experience. You feel me? And, and I'm sorry. Yeah. That's all good, bro. It's built me to be the motherfucker I am today. You feel me? Like, bro, I'm the type yeah. of nigga. To, man, I'm a righteous, good motherfucker today because of that shit. But, um, at a young age, I had a bunch of fuckheads, you know, uh, who didn't understand my, 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 the way I live and where I, where I'm from and what I do. So, so I, there were multiple instances where I had someone walk into classroom. I'm in class filled with motherfuckers and hit me on the head with brass knuckles four times. And I'm 15 and he's 18. You feel me? It was shit like that. So I had some real serious shit going on in high school. And, and this as a human being doesn't allow you to, to really emotionally evolve, you know, to get to that next level of thinking where you say, I, you know, I'm towards my end of high school right now. What am I trying to do with my life? Instead, that that thought process was diverted from that to yeah, how the fuck am I going to survive today? How, how can I, the only thing on my mind was, hey, man, what's happening after school today? You feel me? Am I going to be dragged out by 30 dudes like he usually does? You feel me? Mm. And these fuckheads never come along, you know? So, yeah. The, the, my, my whole my, my whole my whole mental was by the time I was 18 was all about hey man I want to be the biggest motherfucker in the room I want to be the loudest motherfucker in the room because this built a massive insecurity inside of me as a kid you feel me so um as a human when you recognize your insecurities I believe this is when you evolve emotionally and you can become that motherfucking boss ass nigga you feel me you can become that nigga right so 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 uh from the age 18 to 22 I went through this Jabber, uh, got me to Mexican. You find me picking on niggas I know can't fight me. <laughs> you have to start picking on people. I know can't on somebody your own side, huh? Yeah. I see how just, it is. Just to give myself that uh, on the inside, because I had a hole I had to fill. You feel me? It's, mm. it's, it's not a nice feeling when you, from the age from the age 14 to 18, you know, getting your ass kicked by 30, 40 dudes at the same time. It, it, through your mind process, it doesn't hit you like, damn. Uh, there were a lot of people. Now you don't think of it like that. You think of it, damn, I'm getting my ass kicked every day. Goddamn, what the fuck is going on over here? You feel me? It's hey, real good. Is so, one question? Yeah. So you said you started picking on people that weren't your size. So don't you think you kind of became the very thing you swore to destroy in a sense? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, I mean, but I think that's how the, the this is the vicious cycle of bullying. You would say. You feel me? The vicious okay. cycle. Of the bully is someone who's bullied at home or some shit. You feel me? Everybody got their, their place. The so, yeah, uh, 
I, I had that, bro. I, by the time I was 18, I had this hole in my heart where I felt insecure and I felt like I had to be the biggest dude in my room. If I was not the biggest dude in the room, I would pick on the biggest dude in the room. Like, what the fuck? Why are you bigger than me? You know? It was it, it was bad. It was it got very bad. I was, <laughs> a lot of trouble for that, you know. Like I, I used to. Why your genetics sorted that way, man? What the fuck? Yeah, man. I did some dumb shit back then, but you know, um, I evolved. I evolved emotionally. I was able to recognize my issues, and I healed them. I hit. I hit up a therapist for a few years, and I really suggest anyone in life, y'all hit up a therapist. Those motherfuckers know what the fuck they're doing, man. Uh, hit up. I hit up a therapist. I, I got. I got to know myself real well. And I placed myself in a position where, hey man, I'm a confident motherfucker. I feel good being man. my own skin. So, what? so, so, uh, so Al Jabber, to continue with you, because I know in Kuwait and the Middle East in general, like mental health issues are a big, uh, you know, like going to a therapist. Excuse me if I'm wrong, right? Because I'm from Lebanon. No, no, no. Whatever my, you're about to say, I can tell you now it's true. <laughs> you're right. My grandfather once told me, like, whoever you know commits suicide, uh, they have the devil in their brain. You know, and that's what makes them commit suicide, stuff like that. So that was something I'm used to hearing a lot growing up in Lebanon. So for you to say that, you know, I went to a therapist when I'm older to specifically deal with these issues, what made you want to go to a therapist? And yeah, how was it looked at? You know, man, it's, it, it, it was, you, you have the completely right idea. You know, mental health has not been a thing except from now where it's a little bit getting recognized. You feel me? Before then, you would consider out here, it would be considered aib of, yeah. oh my God, oh hell no, you feel me? They, they used to cancel out future jobs and shit. So, but you know, um, I'm glad it's coming, it's coming to light because there are a lot of issues there, especially in Kuwait. We don't really, as a youth, honest to God, and this is public information, we do not have any outlet. As as a, as a young kid coming up, you don't really have you you don't really have no clubs to go to where you can you know get to know people anything. You got you don't have any like real fun activities, outdoor activities you can be doing when you're brought up outside. You're, you're very limited. Too hot. To, you're kind of um, <laughs> no. We do all like you can go to a duania, right? Like you meet a friend. <laughs> friend no, no, no. There's, there, there was never a problem meeting people, but I'm talking about an actual outlet of stress. So, so when you take mm. we take a kid and he got he got a stressful situation going on, you right. need an outlet. Whether it's sports, whether it's uh, music, whatever it's mm. you know you find your own lane. Every per each to each their own. But let's say I'm trying to have a daily dose of fun. There's only uh, I can count them on one hand where I can go as, as a person under 18 in Kuwait. You know, I can go to a cinema, I can hit up a mall, I go to Duania, and that's 90% of my options done. Right. Where else? Uh, if I want to hit up right now, I feel like I'm on a roller coaster. What can I really go? True. I can't. There isn't. There isn't. We don't have that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, uh, yeah, we don't yeah. have that, that sense of, hey, let's go out and have fun right now. It's like, hey, man, what drugs we doing? You know, that's that's what it comes down to right today. Yeah, like you yeah, see, yeah, the, that's true. Drug problem in Kuwait has been an issue now. There's a pandemic, goddammit. Everybody taking pills, everybody fucking smoking shit, everybody smoking the wrong shit, and everybody killing themselves. And it's like, damn, bro, that's fucked up. And you know, but there, there are a few uh, a few select few who, who have been trying to bring this shit to light in Kuwait. Now, you know, all respect to them, and mm -hmm. we always support these people because you know. Everybody has their own issues, you know? Nobody can walk around being like, hey, man, I didn't go through none of this shit. Everybody has the issues, whether it's whatever, whatever. But 
Yeah, man, that's that mental health, bro. You gotta keep keep that shit straight in the one hundred. I mean, I can probably say, listen, I've gone through some shit in my life. I can probably say I've never drank or did drugs, right? But that's because my morals don't allow me to. I think where the issue really stands is self morals, right? People sticking and abiding by their morals. That's where the issue lies. Maybe I don't know. That's for me. That's my opinion. I agree, but how 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 strong can one's morals be at a young age? You understand? Like, yeah. do you really stand for anything that I'm not? I, I personally, I find that to be a rare breed of people who stand for something with that much passion at a young age. Usually, at an old age, we start recognizing, I shit, I've liked doing this, and this is what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. But at a young age, it's not like that. I don't believe it. In my own experience, especially, it was like, damn, bro. All right, man, what am I doing today, man? God, where am I going to the cinema for the ninth time this week? I'm done. You know what, man? And I have a couple of friends, you know, <laughs> and they smoke and something. I'm like, damn, bro, what's that? What's that? Oh, that's that shit. Snoop Dogg smokes. Oh, shit, for real, man? Hey, let's try that shit real quick. And then you find yourself smoking and whatever the fuck comes after that, you know? But again, your morals, if, 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 you, if you as a young kid never did anything like that, yo, salute to you for real, man. But I, I I was one of the people who fell under peer pressure. Right. I fell victim to that. I ain't even gonna cap about that. But as a young age, you know, my personality was not as solid as it is, it is today. But yeah, you know. Because um, then when, it, when you when I hear you say that, I kind of hear you. It's it's so peer pressure, right? That's that's mainly yeah. you being surrounded by the wrong people. Now at a young age, I don't blame you. Because how the fuck are you supposed to make the right decisions at such a young age, right? So I don't blame yep. you. But alhamdulillah, I was lucky enough to be surrounded by those who weren't into that shit. And that helped me yeah. even when I was at a young age. And listen, this did happen to me at a young age. I went to this guy's house who I thought was my friend. A lot of shit happened later. But uh, the motherfucker put Jack Daniel bottle like right in front of me. He's like, you want a drink? And I was like... Well, hell yeah, bro. Crack that open, goddamn. <laughs> I was like, no, no, bro. Fuck that shit. No, I'm good. Right? But, yeah, yeah. but now, like when I was a kid, I used to cut people off from who did that kind of shit. But now that I've grown okay. up, I've realized that someone decides to go, you know what? And drink, right? There is a series of events that led yeah. to him being... So I'm more open, yes, more lenient to that kind of shit, right? Yes, so. Yes, is there anything you've done in your childhood as Jabr, right? Young Jabr mm-hmm. Mullah, that, that you today regret and wish it wasn't like that? There, there is one instance, man, you know, like um, I, the, the way my life has gone so far, alhamdulillah, I love every part of it, man. But right. if there's one thing I really do regret as a kid, man, it's... It's not slapping these motherfuckers, you know? It's not recognizing at a young age that I had sharks around me, you feel me? And I was a baby mm-hmm. fish. You know, I was, a, I was a small fish in a big pond. God damn it, it was not fun. But um, there are certain situations where I had people try to take advantage of me because of my because my young age and my my, my lack of knowledge on, on life. Right. Where I was actually, I, I like, believe it or not, man, I was actually... Um, I was at the age 14. I had some, I had some 19 year old dude, you know, five years older than me. He got five more years on this planet than I did. And that's a lot of time. Yeah. I found myself hooked on tramadol by the age 14 till without even knowing. I even know I was hooked, goddamn. Mm-hmm. From the age 14 to 17, I was hooked on a drug that is extremely dangerous, that was not fun. 
that was not where it's at for me because of my lack of knowledge on life. You understand? So I did have I did have certain situations where if I was put in today, uh, I would make these grown men cry. You understand? I I would put them in a situation they wouldn't be happy to be in. But, um, you know, again, it comes with the lack of experience of life of, hey, this seems cool as fuck right now because Right now, they're the big dogs, and I'm trying to be with the big dogs. You know, right. it was and coming from that lack of self-confidence I had due to the fact that I got my ass whipped a few times, you know? So, yeah, man, that's, that's where all yeah. the drive from. But it's, it's all beautiful, man. Do you think, whose responsibility do you think is it, uh, like, on to teach the kids, like, this is a, probably a bad decision. You should probably not, you should stay away from this. And also, who's qualified to properly teach children about it you know man like that is a great question what i can i don't think i i I, look man i i refuse like me personally i Mm -hmm. refuse to have somebody who has not tried a certain thing to lecture me on it you understand what i'm saying so so i i don't believe it i really believe these are the experiences i went through Yo, I'm hearing myself twice. Mm. For some yeah, I'm hearing you so twice too. too. I don't know where it's coming from. Say, I think it's for me because you don't have any headphones on. <laughs> you good? You good? Please hold technical. Yeah, no, you good, man. It's all good, man. I feel you. You can chill. So, sorry. So, you, you, I, I, as a kid, you ain't gonna listen to no forty-year-old dude in front of you. It looks like he ain't done shit with his life. Tell you like, hey man, don't do drugs. Hey man, why? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they know also, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, man, kids ain't stupid, bro. They're actually They're very stupid. Small. You stupid at all. You gotta, you gotta understand and respect the fact that these kids know what's going on. So, like, I also believe, uh, I also believe in experiencing things. I believe as a human, you know, this is the human experience we have. We go through. And everyone chooses their own things they want to do with life and their decisions and where it leads them. It's all different, but I don't regret ever trying this shit. Mm-hmm. I really don't because now as an adult, I know I don't touch pills. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As an adult, I, I I don't take Panadol twice in a row, man. You know, just just because of just because of hey man, that's not me, bro. I don't want that. You know, I do what I do. Me, I smoke weed, and this is a public thing. Everybody knows because I don't believe I'm harming anybody, but maybe myself with the smoke that's it you know i ain't hurting nobody i'm not in a state of mind where i'm i'm really like i'm, I'm going to turn aggressive or something no 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 i'm i'm mean i'm doing me so uh i also believe man you know uh you you learn from your mistakes trying to not go into them but if you know if you're a kid and everything bro just just watch your own back everyone's a shark out there man not everyone's trying to teach you the good things you know no i suggest to your parents man your parents love you the best you know that's this is where it's at bro parents man you know like half of them you know they they even though sometimes like me i'm I'm a first child bro and you can tell with the first child most of the time is did y'all even know what the fuck y'all were doing like (laughs) (laughs) it's like the first child is the test the second child is usually where they get it right i was the first son i know what you're talking about me too yeah Yeah, you know that's the thing so like you you gotta you gotta understand as an adult also as oh shit yo my parents had me at my age, bro. Me, bro, I would not know how to raise a kid for shit right now. Hell no, nah, bro. It's not. Dude, <laughs> like, <laughs> man, what you you know? And, and it, we just got to respect the fact that, hey, man, you know, they were young too. They don't know what they were doing sometimes. You know, my parents did a great job. Alhamdulillah, I'm pretty sure everyone's did. But, you know, we got to understand that, damn, they also didn't know what they were doing. 
yeah. sometimes they couldn't give us the right advice. Like my advice I, I received from my my mom, my, my mom said, I remember I used to get my ass kicked. I come home from school, goddamn it, bro. My eyes all closed up and done more oh fuck this shit. And she's like, hey, go to the principal. You understand? And, and I was like, no, nah, that's not the right thing to do right now. It's going to get my ass kicked even more, goddamn. That's the like and shit, right? Yeah, yeah you know, so it's like literally. They didn't understand that mentality. You feel me? Because, like, my, my right now, my family, the most gangster family you're going to see because of me. You feel me? I, like, bro, I, 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 I'm around, hey, what's up? My nigga, my dad's like, hey, what's up? Man? This is how it is, bro, because. Cause we learn from each other, you know. And at a young age, uh, I, I was pointed towards direction which they knew best was, you know, try to try to kill the issue, go to the principal, go to the adult. They're gonna deal with it, which only made it worse for me. Which was, oh god, it was bad, man. It was, it was very. I would not wish this upon anybody, for real, man. But you learn, you know. You live, you learn. Uh, I'm very right. happy where I'm at in life right now, and because of these experiences I went through and that complete fuck shit I went through. But it's good, man. You know, it's, it's it, it it makes you recognize other people's insecurities. Like right now, I feel like yes. I have earned a trait where I can walk around and ninety percent of the time I'm correct, but I can read an insecurity right there. It's just written for me. I can just right, look so at you. Right. So what's my insecurity? Like, no, I can't tell, bro. No, I'm not from my, I, I, ain't no, I ain't no fucking pop. You know, if I sit with you, <laughs> not for real. I sit with you once or twice. Yeah, I'm gonna pick up on a few traits. I see, I'm like, okay, okay, it's this and this, because I went through that. I know what he's going through over here, you know? Yeah, sometimes yeah. I, I agree with you, Jabber, that sometimes I do, I am glad that I went through, you know, some rough shit and then had some people screw me over. You know, it's very backwards to say, right? Like, I am happy that someone screwed me over in the past, hey. but it made me just much smarter and much more aware with working with people nowadays, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. Right. How it is. So, 100%. Uh, let's move on to the next topic, right? Uh, community acceptance is very retarded in Kuwait. Like, they will, they have set the standards very, 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 very high, right? And it's like, if you don't meet that standard, they shun you automatically. Or as the British like to say, you've been sent to Coventry. So, uh, public <laughs> acceptance. Now, whenever I sit, wherever I sit, and people, obviously, they talk about you, right? And it's always, yes, it's always in a <laughs> negative connotation. I'm not going to lie to you right now, but the hey, thing I is, I'm, not, I, I'm not the type of person to say, yeah, you know what? You guys are right. This guy is, uh, he does this, he does that. He's about this, he's about that. I'm the type of guy to discover the person for myself and see what he's really all about. But I want to hear from you, <laughs> right? What you think about the shit that has been said. So let's, let's debunk some myths. I'm going to hit you yeah. with some some questions uh, i want you to let me know <laughs> cap or no cap ready man shoot shoot let's go okay uh well obviously you did admit to doing tremidal so that scratches the first question uh so uh you're an avid alcoholic i'm an avid alcoholic yeah like you're nah, very- bro i don't like it Brother, okay, so, man, I'm very open. I'm very open about my, my what I intake. I really am very open about it. I know this, you. Bro. Trust me. No, I know you are. I've seen your stories. <laughs> I've seen your nope. stories, right? Ah, bro. No, no, no. I, I actually hate alcohol. I can't stand that shit, Thank bro. God. You put it okay. nasty as hell, bro. You you know, I, I do not like, I will, I will never in my life take something that will change your personality, bro. 
I will never do that, bro. Cause like, you know, one minute you got that liquid confidence. You give, you give, I know these small, I know, I'm, I know personally a lot of, a lot of small people who got a Napoleon complex, you know, <laughs> who once they pick up the bottle, they suddenly feel like they gotta, they gotta toughen up their chest and they, now they're, they're a whole nother man right now. You feel me? Yeah. And, and it's like, I don't like that shit, bro. Cause me, I'm me all the time, bro. Whether it's in a business meeting, whether it's in the street, whether it's at home with my family, I talk the same. It's I'll talk to my family. You know, I ain't gonna switch up. This is me. So, so for me to take anything that would make me change me, hell, nah, bro. You, you, you forget that, nah, nah. I don't. Not I forgot all. So, so I would take that, that on that's cap. You can say comfortably. <laughs> Big cap, baby. Big cool. cap. All right. Next, uh, your parents aren't proud of you. Are or are not? Are not. Oh no, my parents are very proud of me, man. Okay, so that's you know, cap. I, yeah, yeah, that's big cap. <laughs> right. You know, alhamdulillah, bro. I have, I have crazy support from my family, bro. That's good. Oh my god, it's a fuck. This is the first tattoo. One of the first tattoos I got was blessings, because I've really felt blessed, you know, for to to. That's also a song burn. from you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, blessings, yes, sir. So, so you know, it's 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 when you have your family support and your family's backing. Man, you are, you feel like you backed by God, man. You feel like you can walk. And if I fall, I'm picked up. If I'm up, I'm picking people up. I'm good. You know, you just, you have this, you have this confidence. And this is what yeah. really gave me my confidence is, damn, I had no internal fight at home of at least trying to convince my parents before I convince these dumbass people outside the house. Because the public, man, I swear to God, bro, like, like they be talking a lot. <laughs> a lot of people talk a lot. And people like, like to talk, I know. That's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing else to do. Like, I'm, gonna, I'm fucking tearing up. What the fuck? You sound like Darth Vader right <laughs> now. Yeah, you're Bro, right. I'm sorry. I can't fix. I don't know. I can't fix my mic. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> All I want to say is, it's like this guy is, tear, is making me tear up now because of the, the family comment. It's like it, it's fuck. It's wow. Well, it's an emotional moment. Yeah, it is. But it, it's not yeah, coming yeah. across. Yeah, he good sound to know like that Vader. your families aren't <laughs> proud of you. So that's cap. Big cap. Right. So, so these uh, the last one is. I mean, I kind of know the answer to this, but I want to confirm from you. You're, you smoke on palm the devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce, yes, sir. Big time. Uh, I do. I, I found it to be one of my outlets. Living in Kuwait, I love my city and everything. But you know, I don't leave the house that much, so I'm a creative. I make music for a living. Um, I'm not harming anybody. I will never harm anybody uh, with anything. You know, I got nothing but love in my heart and everything. Kamadi, bad then, please, bad then. Kamadi, please, bad then. It's like the <laughs> right. No, they just don't listen the first time. Got dealt the hell, bro. <laughs> so, so um, the 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 situation was is what was the question? Man, God you damn it, you <laughs> Yeah, smoke weed. Yeah, bro. You know, I, I, I'm not harming anybody. I do it out in public. This is very highly illegal in my city, and, and you know, I put myself, I put myself through a lot of shit smoking this publicly. Well, I can. I'm a man who stands by my good and bad side. You know, I love myself who I am, and I'm not gonna lie to myself before lying to the public. You know, right. I gotta keep it 100, bro. I smoke that shit, and I think it's fucking beautiful, bro. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so, what about it makes it beautiful? Let's 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 go into this whole situation. What about it? So do you think it like, because I know people like even in, in all of our episodes that we've ever done with artists, regardless of the art form, we've always yes. talked about drug consumption and how, how it helps. Yes, sir. Take you into this creativity. creative zone that's like elevated from the normal human mind, right? At a yes, psychonormative state. 
So, so I, I wouldn't really say where you elevated out of your position. So, like, like I feel like that's just a little bit of exaggeration, maybe. Look, so, so, right. I don't know if any of you smoked weed or any of that, but like with weed, bro, it's it's you're not you're not in uh you're not thinking different, you're not acting different, you're not talking different. It's just you're, you're a little more relaxed, you know. You just you just feel like yourself. It's like sometimes you know when you feel like you're going. Let's say you're going to a business meeting. You know, you have that antsy feeling of shit i'm stressed I'm right sorry. now i gotta perform right you know that don't exist when it comes to weed you know so like you can really touch uh bases with yourself on the inside and go like damn so what's the situation right now what am i doing right now oh i'm making music damn what do i really want to make music about what do i want to talk about what do i what's this song gonna be about goddamn you know because as an artist, you can sit down and you can rap about anything, bro. I got songs rapping about fucking bitches, big asses moving in my face. And I got songs about how, you know, the BLM movement was going all fucked up. You feel me? Like, bro, I, I, you can rap about anything, you know, from here to there. But, you know, some songs hit different than others. And, and to really to really portray a song like you feel it as an artist to the world. That requires you to be honest with yourself and touch bases with yourself for real, like on, on some one hundred shit. So when you when I when I smoke weed, when I smoke weed, I feel like it kills my ego. It, it's completely gone. It kills my ego. You know, it makes uh, it allows me to communicate with myself in a manner where I'm really, really, really uh, not gonna let my ego cover up a certain situation of how it really went. So if I'm writing a song about, about let's say uh, I was writing a song about a certain situation with me and a good friend of mine who's locked up for 15 years right now, um, because of marijuana, and and, and there, there was a line I yeah there was a line I wrote where it went like, um, um, they caught Abdul a couple of peas and tried to strike him a deal, but this the life Abdullah all that now he's paying the bill. You know, when I say this is the life Abdullah ordered, now he's paying the bill. Shit like that, that that don't come. That don't come when you when you when you completely sober. I don't believe that shit come out because that mean a lot to me. Because this is the life you ordered, man. Now you in jail. You were happy with the money, my friend. You were happy with all the cars and the women you were getting when you had that shit. Nobody likes the consequence of the aftermath. You know, the consequence and the aftermath are not for the weak. Everybody love drug dealing until they get caught. Everybody love uh, doing drugs until they overdose and die. Everybody love doing something until the consequence kick in, you know? So when I'm able to sit down and smoke something and really touch bases with myself, I'm able to come up with shit that I really want to say. Because the biggest gap for an artist is, I right, man, I got, I got a certain way I feel about this topic. How do I get some nigga on the other side of the fucking world through headphones to feel the same way I'm feeling right now? You know, and that's that gap. And, and that really, really comes. That will only come when you can really be in touching bases with yourself. And when I say touch bases with yourself is to understand yourself. Understand yourself. Because anybody can put on a mask in the morning like 99% of the population do. They wake up in the morning, put on a mask, and then they're out themselves all day. And then they come home and they have to remove that mask. I make sure when I'm smoking weed, I, there was never a mask to start with. You understand? That's what weed did for me. And I love that shit, bro. Right. For real. Fair. That's fair. So you feel like it allows people to be more natural, their more genuine self. It just the, yeah, the, the more originality comes out. Bruh, everybody's on like listen, man. This is no disrespect, but if you want to feel disrespected, then there's something wrong with you, you know? Uh 
everybody is faking some sort of way and some bullshit, bro. I'm mm-hmm. starting to look at human it. beings as the motherfucking craziest predators. We're motherfucking sneaky motherfuckers, bro. You know? So why do you people, think people are fake? Because, because, hey, man, check this out, bro. I'm walking down the street. I, and this is a theory I go by. This is why I do not leave the house, bro. Because when I walk down the street and somebody smiles in my face, I take offense to that. Why do I take offense to that? Because one, why are you smiling in my face if you don't know me? I'll tell you why. There's three options. You're either scared I'm going to beat the shit out of you right now, so you're acting really nice. Or, no, I'm legit. That, you, you're fucking scared. It, it happens all the time. I walk through a motherfucking place, and they can feel my energy, bro. I'm a solid motherfucker. So when I walk up somewhere, people recognize that shit. And they go, oh, fuck. Uh, hi, man. Sonic. Yeah, that's what it is, bro. Why are you smiling? You either smiling because you're scared of me. You either smiling because you want something from me. There's something. There's something in those lines. It's either you're scared yeah, yeah, yeah. or you want something. It's, it's, my dad's nice favorite people, line when it comes people. to people smiling is <laughs> even the hyenas smile at the face of the lions, right? Of course, you feel so, me, yeah, bro. And there's a reason behind that. You know, I smile a lot. I don't talk, bro. I don't talk to people, bro. You gotta understand. I really don't talk. The last person I've had a conversation with that I, that is new to my life, apart from you guys, just now was probably past year and a half. I really don't like having conversations. Wait, so have you done people. a podcast other than ours? Or is this your first? Uh, no, no. I've been on uh, Shady Forty Five, Shady Forty Five. I mean, it was a radio show. Oh, uh, I, had a, okay. I had a small talk on that. Yeah, dude, I had a small talk on that. But that's I mean, like in the Arab world, world, that's what I meant. Because Arab like, world, first one, first one, baby. Let's go, man. This is let's where. Let's go. Fire, yeah. man. Shout out to y'all. Yeah, that's this is like an Arab exclusive, basically. Good to know. Sorry. Good Call to what you want, man. I'm enjoying it, man. This is lit, bro. Uh, about the about the smiling thing, I want to comment. Don't you think that there are like just good, kind people that just smile because they're <laughs> good and happy? I don't you believe know. that. You don't believe that? <laughs> no, no, they can smile to yeah. themselves. I understand that. No, right. no, smile to another human's face says a lot to me. You know, it, it really says a lot to me. I, I I do not see any other circumstance where you have a reason to smile to my face. You know. Mm. Yeah, you know, I see it all the time, bro. This is the things I recognize in my daily life is is everyone smiling at me. Then I question. I like to question shit, and I question it. Why the fuck these niggas smiling at me, bro? I don't know. And then I realize I'm like, oh, how the chayif, how the had the chayif, and I think get him. I ain't gonna do anything. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not even projecting that energy. You know, if I project that energy, yes. you're gonna feel it. Trust me. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, you're just scared to get smacked right now. Or then I see someone smiling and he's acting super nice. I'm like, man, this shit's dodgy, bro. 10 minutes down the line. I'm like, all right, cool. Hey, man, so by the way, uh, I got this song I'm trying to get my friend to feature on. Oh, you bitch-ass nigga. Why don't you just bring that up from the start and tell me you want a son, bro? Like, I, come on, man. It's quit wasting my time, bro. I got shit to do. I got people I respect to sit with. You know, I ain't. What do you want, man? You know? Yeah, so, so we might as well come out and say, listen, we want you to shout us out on your next song. No, I know, I know. I, I agree with you 100%. Wallah. Like, I've seen this happen with me here, right, in university, and it's the same. And I don't know why it happens, but it does happen. It's like, you, what's worse is they talk shit behind your back, right? Yeah. But yeah. when it comes down to face to face, it's like, oh, hey, can, can I get on a verse? Can I, can you shout something out? Or can you, it's like, 
I think, I think they should be behind this as the, is weird. That's that's the weird. I think part. they should it's just like, like we've been we've faced we've met a lot of fake people in our lives, and then we just like we just want to get through the bullshit and see through their sh- whatever the whatever they're telling us, and that's why we're very upfront. Like for me, I'm also a very upfront person. Like I'm just whenever I'm I'm texting someone, I say hey, and then directly my question. It's like <laughs> it's, it's the second message, or like if I want to say something, it's directly the second message. And then they're like, hey, it's just so basically. Aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, I don't know, man. It's like it's, it's, it's the not... same with me. They do. Uh, they say I'm aggressive or my my soul or whatever. It's forward. not that. I just I, get I straight to the, the fucking term. point. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> that like happens all the fucking time, right? So uh, here's something I really want to talk about. Right? You said something that some people might have taken offense to it, and honestly, if they did, that's on them. Uh, when you did your song with Snoop Dogg, you talked about how no rapper in Kuwait is on your level per se yep. right that's so, fair that's a fair statement right but the the counter argument is that you know like snoop dogg is he's like kind of uh, not i wouldn't say irrelevant i'd say like how do i say this Snoop Dogg is amazing, amazing, man. What, the, what are you talking about? No, <laughs> what are you talking about? Listen, I bump that shit all the fucking time. But what I'm saying is a lot of people's counter arguments to that, even when I talk to my friends about it, sometimes they go like, hey, I mean, Snoop Dogg, you can just buy Snoop Dogg to get on a verse, right? So is that what happened? Or how did you get Snoop Dogg to come? Hey, man, first verse? things first, bro. First things first, shout out to Uncle Snoop, man. What a legend. Right. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't pay shit. I Actually, didn't pay fucking shit. I didn't pay a fucking dinar. I put no, that no, on my mom. Get the mom. fuck out of here! You're joking. <laughs> that on my mom, bro. He's man. looking straight at the camera, bro. I need to take it. But check this out, bro. Check this out, man. Let's leave all the bullshit niggas talking about. Fuck niggas, man. Let's talk about <laughs> stuff, bro. I got a song with Snoop Dogg. I got posted on Snoop Dogg's page. Now listen, man. If you if people can argue about this left mm-hmm. and right. At the end of the day, bro. If you are a rapper out of Kuwait, if you make music out in Kuwait, listen, motherfucker, I'm paving a path for you right now, bro. There is nobody you can look up to. There's nobody who's done this before. There's nobody who has reached these heights and sat with these moguls of hip hop. And if you right. respect hip hop, you gonna understand who Snoop Dogg is in the hip hop culture. Exactly. So when I say I have two songs with him and I'm posting on his page and I'll pay a fucking KD, man, leave all the bullshit aside. You might Dude. be jealous. You might be you might be hating about what I where I am or what I do. Well, man, to the day, bro, I'm paving a path for your bitch ass. So you better say thank you, goddamn. You know, so like that's where it's at, bro. You know. Um, Right. Not many, you know, like every time you flex, you're going to have some motherfucker trying to outflex you. You understand? That's how it is. But at the end of the day, bro, I am not looking to these rappers, bro. I'm not looking. Bro, please explain. explain. Let me me, me talk about something real quick. I man, look, let me talk about something real quick, bro. So we got a few rappers out here in Kuwait. Now, I feel like we have a few established rappers and they're doing really well. I mean, I could name them right now. We got four four Vortex. Vortex, right. uh, Abdullah Talil, Malik, yes, Grizzly Stacks. I haven't heard of him. Uh, Grizzly Stacks is one of the best lyricists I've heard in my life. Actually, not in Kuwait. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. And uh, shout out I gotta to Grizzly Stacks. Honestly, I gotta give him a listen. Uh, you, I'll send you a few links. I'll send you a few links to his shit. He's a do. fucking genius. He's, yeah. He's a genius. So look, there, there are a few established artists out here, right. you know. And if I didn't name you, you know, it's just all love. But you know, this is what it is right now. So, um. What have they really done? What? Music. Tell me. 
No, no. And where they take the music? What, what happened? They make money off the music. Any of them Lamborghinis? Did they uh, buy? Did they have a record deals? Did they? Uh, what did they do for the city? Did they put Wait, on so a show a for the? Deal? No, I don't. But I don't need one because I make money off of music. You I make do? more money than they. I make a lot of money off of music, man. Okay, that's because right. cool. I saw on YouTube the way it works is it's like you gotta have a Vivo page I or something. Mean, no, no, no. Fuck, like... fuck YouTube, man. YouTube don't pay for shit, bro. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Spotify, goddamn, bro. And when Spotify hits, oh yeah, title, by the five XL, congratulations on hitting hundreds of thousands. I forgot to thank tell you, you. Thank you, thank you. Yes, sir, yes, sir, you guys yes, should listen to Five XL right now because he's a big motherfucker. Five yes, XL, right? So yeah, but, uh, yeah, keep going. So you know, um, it's 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 uh, fuck. What was I saying, bro? What was, what was the topic just now? Uh, making money off music. Money none of them do it. None of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so like, like you know, what did they really accomplish? Like, let's say we have Vortex. Vortex is a great rapper. He's cool as fuck. I personally think he should be. He should, he could be the world's greatest battle rapper. I really really believe in this guy like yeah. that. And yeah. I, I, I've never, I've never sat with the guy in my life, but I watch him and I hear about him and he's a great rapper. He makes great videos, great shit. Well, I cannot believe, you know, he should be in the battle rap phase, you know, and uh, lane, not in the music lane. Because mm. so, so, but I, Vortex has the, I'd say the most views in the, in, in Kuwait. He has the highest views in Kuwait. Pretty much, yeah. He I, pulls it out like it's nothing. Sarah. Yeah, he, he really does. He really does. But you, you, you want to talk numbers, how much he's making? Yeah. He, he says it on his page, Vortex said, like, here, if I pull out his YouTube page, right? Vortex yes. uh, official. So if I pull out his page right now, like, you'll see, he yeah. says it on his fucking, like, here we go. Uh, about. Oh, he dropped a song 36 minutes ago. Shout out, Vortex. Hey, oh, man, I'm shout out. <laughs> so he makes zero dollars out of his channel. No monetization, yeah, yeah, yeah. no AdSense because his values. His, uh, his value and quality deserve way more than AdSense. Don't change the money. Don't chase the money. The money will chase you, right? That's what he said. Yeah, that's his that's whole facts. Account. That's 100% facts. 100%. But here, here's the thing, bro. Here's the thing, man. Um, I, I, I respect the heart behind it. I, I respect the, the message behind it. But the end of the day is, bro, what kind of car are you driving? What kind of crib you in? What, what are you doing? Do you have a job? Yeah, you got a job, nigga. And that's not, that, <laughs> you know, like, like, Vortex and realistically, realistically, at least he should he should be driving a Ferrari at least, at, at least. <laughs> no, no, for real, for with numbers like that, if 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 uh, if I'm able to post constantly, post and get numbers like that consistently, there's something wrong. If you not, you know, you know the last the last deal uh, Vortex did uh, with McDonald's. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Uh, Vortex, I think a year ago or maybe two years ago, did a deal with McDonald's. I right? right. and and this is McDonald's. Hi, right, McDonald's man, this is... Arabia. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> so uh, it's a one minute video. You guys want to watch it? I don't mind. You can play. Let's yeah, put it on. Let's, let's let's give it a let's give it a watch. Here we go. Share sound and this is it, right? Yo. <laughs> كلموني ماك قالوا لي شو رايك تسوي شيء سبايسي على هالبيت Get my turn to quick flames. Specialized switch lanes. I choose a vortex and nickname. Run that. Behind your left brain. Listen, sandwich, you might not like me. You might be not that hot, but you might bite me. 
most likely. McDonald's got me the right deal. I beats. Feeling it because I'm loving it. High key. More fish in Gales yard. You want to watch it? Go watch the rest of it. Uh, you know there we go. You know what to search? But Strike yeah, down. basically, like, dude's <laughs> oh, a genius. Check, no, no, no. Check it. Check it. Let me, let me, let me relax. No, no. Let me just... All right. All right let's start <laughs> again, again. This is all love to Vortex, and we're just yes. talking about, we're just talking about the the capability of making money as art as an artist. I, right. These are valid points. I think every artist should pick up, especially from the Middle East. The business side right. of music. Yeah, bro, it's the most important side, bro. The music's cool and shit, I. Right, but if you're not making money, what the fuck does it matter, bro? What are you gonna stay? What does it matter? You're not making money. You ain't hot if you're not making money, nigga. So, so, so here's the thing, bro. Vortex. I'm not gonna name the exact number because I. This is information I've heard from multiple mm -hmm. people. What I can, we don't really know at the end of the day, unless I, I saw a check. But what, from what I firmly believe, is that he received 500 KD for that diet. Okay. You're talking about McDonald's. You're yeah, talking that's like about a, a lowball deal. Yeah, low ball. that's a, that, that's disrespect. That's like, disrespect. Do you know the the amount of McDonald's, the amount of marketing budget they have per year? Yeah, dude, it's like in the billions. Yeah, bro, you're talking number. You're talking big boy numbers, man. Yeah, not even big boy, like <laughs> godly numbers. <laughs> like, we're way past me. big boy. Big boy's like fucking. <laughs> I'm talking like, yeah. bro. The, the the OG table, you know, like, but and you're telling me Vortex, Kwaiti, a lot of Kwaiti took 500 KD from McDonald's, bro. That's a, that's an L, bro. I can't, I, I can't do that, bro. I, I you know, and, 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 and let me say why I can't do that is because we have Sharika Talabat, right? Sharika Kwaiti before it went international, but Kwaiti. They paid me 10,000 KD for a one minute track. 10,000. Right. Wow. So that's okay. like $30,000. 20, 20, 20 times? 20. So if I do the maths real yeah. quick, hold on. I got to calculate this shit. A lot more. Some, yeah. So 10,000, 10,000. <laughs> you got five. Allegedly got five. Allegedly. Right? We don't <laughs> yes. know for sure. So uh, that's like 500 divided 10,000. Times oh, yeah. 100. So he did it for 5% less than what you were offered. And I'm assuming you rejected it because I haven't seen it come out. I took it. You did? Paid, bro. Yeah, Yo, are I you allowed it. to say this? Yeah, I'm allowed to say whatever, bro. Because <laughs> they make you sign NDAs and shit, so I'm not sure. Nah, 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 bro. I ain't signed no NDA with Talabat, man. Come on, bro. I'm doing <laughs> <laughs> Man, not, not All right, so Jabra, here begs the question: What's the difference between your deal and that deal yeah, that man, didn't go out? So, let me yeah. tell you, man. So, it's 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 the fact that, bro. So, I was contacted by Talabat. I got hit up by Talabat, and keep in mind, I had two songs released. Period. Two. My entire career consisted of two songs. Which were? I have not. Which were Nina and Salute. My favorite song ever. Salute. I had two songs out. I had no fan base. Nobody knows me, man. I'm just some rapper. And I look at I looked at this, I looked at Kuwait like an open chair, bro. It was or an open field with no players, just a ball. I just had to kick it. So all I had to do, <laughs> I just had to walk up and kick it. It was that easy. Right. 
So I looked, I looked at all these rappers and I said, damn, what the fuck these niggas is doing wrong? You know, some of them have numbers, some of them have sauce, some of them have nice bars, but not anybody has the whole package over here. And what the fuck y'all doing wrong? So I analyzed the situation. I dropped two songs and I did what I had to do. And I had a very calculated measure on how I'm going to get big and quiet. And I pulled through, I did it. I had 3.3 million profile visits on my profile in the span of the Corona lockdown from quick all of like the whole city got to know me for real everybody fucking saw my face you feel me and i made that happen so i said you know what now i need to make money off of this i need to monetize this shit so i got contacted by about hundreds bro it was mad hundreds of people you know when you were a hot nigga in the city i had the number one live in middle east for a good month and a half straight that's a very hard record to maintain bro I watched you know uh, you know i don't even pretend like i haven't watched you i watched those guys Everybody seen that shit, bro. Everybody, I'm telling you, bro. I I saw the statistics on my phone. I was like, damn, bro. The whole fucking city seen me, and this is fucking beautiful. So uh, I hit that plan. It's done. Chick, bam, boom. I get contacted by hundreds of people, bro. I, I'm talking Shady Kati Kabilo. I got hit up by McDonald's. I got hit up by these motherfuckers. And the reason is, is again, a lot of artists uh, in the West, they would always say, know your worth, know your worth. But no one really understands this when when you get put into a position when you're offered. I I, I collectively let down, I think it was between 55 and 60,000 dinars of diet. I, I just I said, no, I denied them like and I was like, damn, bro, that's not my price. Hmm. That's not hell now, bro. Cause once I set my price, that's where my price is at, bro. You know, once you say, once you state, I'll take a thousand, the next nigga ain't gonna pay more than a thousand. Why would he pay more than a thousand? The best nigga can pay a thousand. You know, so so mm -hmm. you set your price. So I had to I had to strategically go like take a take a calculated measure of shit. I'm gonna turn down a lot of money now, but it's gonna come back in the long run. So I created the sense of exclusivity. And this is something I suggest every artist needs to take, and this is how you become an artist to a boss so, motherfucker. Exclusivity, and also on top of that, know your worth. Yeah, you got, bro, bro. You, you know, once you get money thrown at you, if anybody offers you any amount of money, it means they want something from you. It means you have something they want, and you gotta understand if somebody offers you money, you are worth twenty times more at least. So, 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 like, I was approached and I denied and denied it. And it was very hard to deny 60,000 KD, bro. It's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> 60,000 KD right. is like what? That's, that's, that's like a That's like $200,000. Yeah. You're turning down $200,000. Right. You understand what I'm saying? It's not easy. Yeah. But, but you do it. You, you Fuck it. You do it. You stand by your ground and your morals, like you said. You got a dedicated plan. You follow it. You stand by it. You deny everything. And then and then I, after this came, after this came, uh, they hit us up. And, and they invited us over to the spot in uh, Salmiya, Viva Towers. So we went there. Keep in mind, I, I had a manager and he's dripped out in an LV track suit. I got my rollie on. I got my diamonds, my jewelry on. I'm good, but we flossed <laughs> after going in there, you know? And uh, you could tell everybody inside were talking about us prior because once we walked in, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So they're talking about us. And no, really, you got to recognize this shit. It's, the, it's that small mm -hmm. shit, you know? If they were talking about you, then they really want you, bro. You know, like you, you got to recognize what kind of situation you're walking into always. Right. And we read the room very well. We understood the situation. And I sat down and 
this guy started talking to me and I just looked at him like, why are you talking to me, bro? My manager's here. You know, that's not how it works, bro. <laughs> what the fuck you talking about? Why am I talking to you? Who the fuck are you, bro? You know, <laughs> it was like that. I'm sitting in front of some guy I don't know who, at least what I know is <laughs> you have no power to conversate with me, bro. I would not conversate with people like you. And I'm sitting down, got... So do we have the power to conversate with you? Of course, Habibi. You got all my love and respect for me showing up over here, bro. I love being here, Jabbit. I'm good. I love being here. Yeah, exactly. I'll be sitting down and he'd be like, hey, we got this deal. Okay, cut. Tell you what the fuck. My manager goes like, how much you pay? And he's like, yeah, we got we got 700 KD budget. And then my manager looks at him and goes like, excuse me, 700? He's like, my artist has on a 30,000 KD Rolex right now. What you think he needs 700 for? What the fuck you gonna do with 700? 700 is a fucking business class ticket to Dubai. And then what? <laughs> you know, like that, 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 that ain't shit, bro. It's, it's nothing, bro. It's, 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 it's petty money. So we, we literally stood up and walked out that motherfucker, bro. We walked out that motherfucker like it was a joke because that was that's something <laughs> that's disrespect, bro. You can't yeah. have me walking up to your place. You talking about me with all your motherfuckers. Y'all all excited. You see me dripped out and I got money, motherfucker. I'll show that shit and I'll say proud. I had y'all off and you offered me 700. Are you fucking stupid? I love the fact. We, we 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 walked out of that situation and I had the lead marketing manager follow me and like just like a dog man the guy was like a broken dog following me arr, 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 please, please. <laughs> I'm like all right hey now your energy switched now you put in some respect on my name god damn it how come it wasn't like that from the first shot so now that now that we understand what kind of snake this is I'm like all right man what you got and he's like well my whole budget for the rest of the they had three four months left of the year is is 12,000 KD we're like we'll take it 12,000 let's go we'll take it I right, chick pan boom we take 12,000 KD I drop 2,000 KD to fucking record that shit mix master video chick bam boom I put 10 in my fucking pocket nigga. I left and that's how you come out with a deal bro that's how you make that your money right because after that I was approached by three other companies. Right. I was approached by Red Bull and two others I can't talk about. But uh, they, they they all offered big amounts again. And I realized the pattern. I'm like, damn. Around so this range or higher? Uh, around the range, a little bit higher, you know, plus four or five thousand. So higher. <laughs> and 15, you know, between the 10 and 15,000, right? And this is, yeah, this is a lot of money. And, 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 and you got to look around and say, damn, bro, I played my cards right. Mm -hmm. I, I, you you understand what you win in, what you lose in. I lost, mm -hmm. uh, I lost sixty thousand. I picked up that sixty thousand in three deals instead of doing sixty, and these right. three deals kept me exclusive. They don't. They're, yeah. they're, they're, I'm not everywhere. It's hard to get me. You want to talk to me? You're gonna have to talk to my managers, managers, manager, manager, get to me, motherfucker. I love, and that's how it is, bro. Because that's that's the human I am. I do not conversate with normal people. I don't want to. I have friends. I got money. I got family. I got everything I need. Alhamdulillah, already. I don't need nothing extra. You feel me? So, mm -hmm. I don't have a need to talk to anybody new in my life, bro. For real, like Alhamdulillah, bro. God put me in a position where I'm, I'm good. I'm good, bro. So. There's a lot yeah. of artists, and this is no disrespect to your manager, but a lot of artists did get snaked by their managers. And uh, my question to you is, how do you pick the right one? I got snaked by my manager. Damn. Everybody is snaked, bro. Listen, man, I, I look, bro, I talk big game because I am about big game. But at the end of the day, you are only human. You feel me? So, like, you, you will fuck up once in a while. Actually, quite often you will fuck up. So, um, 
You know, man, this is this is news. I don't think anybody knows. This is this is fresh to you. This is literally the freshest news to you. Uh, I used to have a manager that I worked with uh, very tightly, very, very close, very close. Uh, we were very good friends. I'm talking real good, like homie on some brother shit. You feel me? On some uh, on, on some I know your family type of shit, you know? Mm. So suddenly out of nowhere uh, after years of work and keep in mind we've done big things together we brought i don't know if you know this but we brought tiger to perform in kuwait that was me and my manager we no brought i don't Rust know who tiger is he came to kuwait did you like i, don't, I did not know about that no huh? well i brought tiger and russ out here to fucking perform russ, I heard. Russ, oh I shit. Yeah, what? That was, that was me, bro. yeah 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 that was me bro me, me and my manager bro but um so, so we, 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 we've been in money. We touched money together. You feel me? It wasn't a small project. It was a big money project. We touched money together. We, we split it evenly. Everything was happy. Everything was good. And then, you know, as, as you get to know, as you get to know people, I guess, you know, you, you sometimes you share a common goal and then things change, you know? So what happened was it was some really weird shit, bro. And I still, to this day, I don't know what happened. I swear on my mama, I do not know what happened. Suddenly, I'm sitting down and he stops answering the phone. Like texts and everything. I'm like, all right, okay, he's busy, some shit's all good. And then a week, I'm like, hey, Barry, I'm trying. So keep in mind, we got a studio and everything that I paid most of the money for and everything. I'm talking high high end equipment. I'm talking my mm -hmm. sound card costed 3,000 KD. My microphone was $10,000 to 3,000 KD. Too. It was a big money studio. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, y'all, I'm trying to record. Where the fuck you at? Why are you answering, bro? No answer. I'm like, damn, something, maybe something happened to his family. Maybe something's going on. He's stressed. He won't talk. All right, man, I'll give you a month, bro. Do your thing, bro. I understand. You know, sometimes you know, as a human, you put in some situations, you just don't want to talk. I'm like, yeah, you just want to be on your own. Isolation. Yeah, fair. Yeah, man. Three months later. Hey, bitch ass motherfucker. I need to. I need to <laughs> oh, man, what the fuck, nigga? Damn, stop playing with me, bro. So. Uh, I, okay, I get no answer still. I'm like, okay, you know what? I don't know what the fuck is going on, but what I do know what's going on is that I'm not making music right now. And that's not making me happy because mm -hmm. I'm trying to make some money. I'm trying to draw some music. So, so what happened was I was like, I right, fuck it. Then I'm, I'm not going to chase after this person. I gave you three months, nigga. That's a long time, bro. That's like, that is a long time. That's like a course. Right? <laughs> Whatever. Dude, I mean, yeah, he can at least send you a message or something. <laughs> <laughs> I got no reply, bro. That's a quarter of a year, man. That's a lot of time, bro. So I'm, I'm looking. I'm like, you know what, bro? Uh, maybe you got some personal shit going on. But right now, I need to record. You're not answering the phone. I can't come up with your crib because I respect your family. You know, I ain't, I'm, I'm not on that fuck shit. I'm like, you know what? Keep the equipment. Fuck it. Keep the 10,000 KD equipment. I'll buy a new one. Uh, keep everything i'm good nigga. because <laughs> now and you have to keep in mind you know you know i you know how much i let go in this situation a lot. so the song with snoop dogg the song with snoop dogg received four million plays in total i cool big payout That's i'm talking big numbers i'm i'm, I'm talking seventy nine thousand dollars okay Hello. Hello. from one song right. one song I let all that profit go, all of it. Ooh. I didn't even argue with him. I'm like, you know what, bro? You see the tune core account? You don't just say that shit and then you walk past it like you let it go with two, three KD. 80K? <laughs> you let it go 80K? 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I just bet I just where you at, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, well, man, no, man, you know, bro, like, I, I that's what I, that, that's the person I am. Right. What I can, what I can. Although I, 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 I don't like the guy at all. I really don't know. <laughs> hey, man, you lost ATK and you better not, motherfucker. I'll kill you. <laughs> really, really don't like him, but I got to respect the fact we, we, we touched money together. You feel right. me? We touched a yeah. big amount of money together. ADK and shit, trust me. From that Russ and Tiger show, the, the comparison, it was a joke. You understand? So, uh, you know, this is, again, again, it costs money to be a boss, bro. It's not free to be a boss. You understand? It's not, it, it costs money to, to understand yourself, understand your worth, you know? So what, what, what is it for me to walk away from 80, 90K that I love? I fuck that shit, nigga. I'll make 20 times back, you understand? Because I know my back. I know how much I'm worth. I know what I'm trying to make, you know, I know where I'm going. So like that, that for me, for, for the outside ear, it's like, oh boy, oh Lord. I even told my dad about it. Hey, I'm like, yo, dad, I lost this amount of money. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, he's like, yeah, fuck it. You'll make it back. I'm like, yeah, I know. Cause you know, my, my dad touches money, alhamdulillah, you know, he does his thing. So he looks at me, he understands. He's like, yeah, thank you, Habibi. He goes like, you know what, man, fuck that shit, bro. You got that covered, nigga, easy. I'm like, I know, you know, so. I, I did get snaked by my manager, you know, from away. I got I got snaked out a lot of money, you know. What I can, uh, uh, it's all luck to him. I hope him and his family are doing good, you know. I got nothing but love in my heart as a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a man of God. I, I pray for everybody I know. What I can, you know, be careful, man. Be careful out there. Where, where who you trusting? And and because this can either make or break a person, you know. Right. The certain situations like this, I'm pretty sure I could put another five artists in my situation, and four of them would quit music. You know, they would be. This yeah. is too much for me. I lost all this money. No, and they're stuck. In, nah, hell no, nah, bro. That's just nothing but a fucking roadblock. Keep your head down. Keep but out of curiosity, did you find out what happened with them or? I swear to God, I'm check it, man. Nothing. So I got word. I I, I got word. I, I got word uh, two weeks ago that I'm being put in a, my, my two of my songs are being put on a Netflix movie. Hello, Shaggy White, Hello, I got yeah. wow. Netflix. <laughs> do it like yeah, legendary. Yeah, so I got good news of that. So one of the songs he's featured on. So I so I. <laughs> <laughs> It's my song. The song is called Double. I love it. I love it. I love it. I guess your name. Yeah, I'm like, you know what, fuck it, bro. I'm like, I'm like, hey, nigga, I don't know uh, what the fuck's wrong with you, but I'm just saying, I put your name down as Hada. I'm just saying, I gave you the credit where it's due, all right? And he's like, all right, man, good luck with that. It's fucking great news. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are you you know, man, you know, yeah, it's, it's nothing but love, bro. But, you know, like, <laughs> honestly, like, like yeah. as an artist, bro, as an artist, real, real talk, real talk. If you, if you, not even as an artist, as any, any creative, you, you have something that's worth money. You have something that's worth money. You have, you have the ability to either draw, write lyrics, make music, uh, fucking whatever it may be. You have the capability to do something and that's worth money. So. People are going. People are going to try to leech off of you. People who do not have these capabilities see you as a money bag. You understand? So, just just end of the day, bro. You don't need nobody. I swear to God, right now, bro. Like me, my my, my education is a. I need to You know, I ain't gonna come up here and be like, hey man, I just I need What I can. Did you drop out or did you just stop? Right I dropped out. No, 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 no. I I dropped out. I swear to God, huh? I dropped out one. Uh, no, three credits. What college? I dropped out. 
Aircraft engineering. Three, three credits. Three credits. That's like a mod deck, a subject. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I dropped out. <laughs> ACK, yeah, right? Because that's like, or is it somewhere else? Yeah, yeah, man. It's called College of Aviation Technologies. It was a new college that opened up over here. It was a four-year course. I lost Kilsheikh, I lost my Julie course. Literally, I have one class. Literally, that's it. Uh, it's called a module. They got modules. Yeah, it's a module. module. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I had a module. The last module of Khalas, and I'm looking like this. And then I had some fuckhead say some dumb shit to me, bro. And I was waiting for this, bro. I was, oh, I was waiting for this, bro. So what happened was throughout college, I was going through the phase of, I want to actually become an artist. This shit ain't for me, bro. Right. This shit is not for me. What the fuck am I working on planes for? I don't give a fuck about a plane, nigga. I want to be on a plane. That's <laughs> it. I want to work on a plane. So what happened was is is i went to i went to california during the summer break and i came back and in california i got my first tattoos right. uh this is where i took the stand of hey you know what i don't ever 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 want to get a job of my life so i got my first tattoo which is the back of my head i'm pretty sure y'all seen pictures of it, some shit i got a big ass rose in the back of my head so my first tattoo was on the back of my skull and i got my whole sleeve done this one and i came back and i walked to the college and then um Amid uh, al who I really don't know, bro. And the kids in that college, I don't know, man. I, again, I don't fuck with people, bro. So I'm walking in. I'm, I'm always got my eyebrow hanging down like ma'ajib nishayt. So I'm walking up and I see them. They're all gathered up because it's the first day of the semester, some shit. And I walk up and I'm like, Salaikum. And then the, the Hamid, bro, <laughs> he looks at my arm. He's like, oh, you know how? I'm like, it's a tattoo. What's up? <laughs> Why? He's like, oh. <laughs> lot of students around who are very intimidated Mavi took this as an opportunity of of Oh, hell no. Y'all bitch ass niggas think I'm <laughs> quiet because this fuckhead over here. So, bro, I swear to God, man, I'll put this on my phone, bro. I grabbed this nigga by the collar. I'm like, hey, man, what'd you say? I mean, he's a big dude. He's a big dude. Well, I can get my gullible's full. I pull him down. I drag him to my face. I'm like, what's up, man? What'd you say? And then everyone goes, oh, shit. Oh, shit. The situation's real. And then security start coming. I'm like, bro, don't do that dumb shit, bro. And I, I shook him. He got shook in front of everybody. He really got shook. I'm like, bro, you know what it is, man. So I, I'm like, yo, I am doing this shit, bro. This is not for me. This was, That was a stamp for me. I was like, mm -hmm. I had some fuckheads laughing because they all fucking, they, they all hate me on the inside. And they're yeah. laughing. They think, nah, fuck y'all, man. Y'all don't, yeah. don't know this shit. And that was the greatest decision I've taken in my life. The greatest one, bro. Yes. You know, if it was good as a human to portray, uh, to, mm. to go after what you want. Really. The biggest blessing you have as a human is the choice of freedom. The biggest blessing, you know? And not everything seems like it's free, but it really is. You just got to have the testicles or guts to go get it. You feel me? Either or, you know? You got to go do that shit, you know? And that's the you know, I have a question. Freedom. I have a question on that point. Like when you felt like when you did that to the the dean, and uh, you know just held him from the shirt, but and then you basically like got yourself kicked out from the from university. Do you feel like you basically gave yourself no other like you know safety net that you oh, had no, no, to no, no, no. you had to pursue? 
you have to pursue the music because like because you know a lot of people say that it's it's yeah, very like get a safety net thing. and then do whatever you yeah, want yeah like get yeah like remove the uh, safety net and you feel liberated just take the risk i think i think i think uh having a safety net is 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 the worst thing you can do to yourself mm. literally you know man there's a saying the quote that goes by Allah Rahman Nipsey Hussle man I look up to this nigga man uh, Nipsey Hussle is fucking crazy bro peace. Yeah, uh, you know, and uh, I worked with his manager, Steve Lobel. The guy brought him up from zero, so I got to hear face to face, fucking real shit that not even the world has seen. You know, not even his closest homies have heard. So, um, why the fuck you have a safety net? You know what a safety net means? A safety net means you do not trust yourself with your plan A enough. That's it. That's what it means. I do not trust myself with plan A. That's all that it means. Once you once you put yourself a plan B. You do not trust your plan A, you know. Just like Fifty Cent said, it one of the greatest hip hop fucking icons. He says he had a movie and an album called "Get Rich or Die Trying." What yep. does this mean? You know, this is this is this is a powerful quote that a lot of people look over. It is I have one plan: is to get rich. How I don't know, but, but my plan is to get rich. I'm on the way. I'm either on the way and I'm happy because I'm doing what I want on the way, or I'm dead on the way, which doesn't matter because I was on the way. You understand? Like it's a very important quote in life, man. Having a plan B, like like right now, like this was this is something like my parents were like really stressing over job or finish college, uh, go uh, do that, put a shahad on the wall, and I was like, why? How about yeah, I don't see. Yeah, I'm gonna put a hundred records on the wall, and then you know, it was and the point, the the time where I got to prove that was the greatest time of my life, you know. Where I can walk, it's 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 not very often you will see love and uh, love and pride in a household. You know, like you know, it, it it used to be like me walking up to my to walking up to my dad, like you know, I'm trying. I'm no no. Now I'm walking up to my dad, like hey man, he looking at me like an accomplished nigga, and that, that's that's another fucking feeling, bro. It's out of the book. You know, that's a feeling not many people got to go through in life. You know, and I'm appreciative of this situation. But my father be able to look at me going like, damn, bro, that's, that's my son right there. He made that shit happen, you know? Even I was like, damn, I don't know if you're going to do it, but he did it, you know? It, it, it's on some other shit, bro. It's on some other shit, you know? It feels okay. good. And I want to shift the conversation to more of the music side of uh, music, right? So yes, what does it take to write a song by Java, Vanilla Gorilla, or... Pineapples for breakfast. Yeah, Vanilla Gorilla's dead, bro. Fuck that. Pineapples for breakfast. No, no, no. No, fuck you, man. I like Vanilla Gorilla. He brought out Salute. He brought out Salute, man. That's that's my guy. You know, you know when you come up with your first email, bro? That's sort of the same feeling. Let's not talk about it. No, I know what you mean, bro. Let's take underscore guns, 8246. Yeah, bro. Email. Oh, yeah. Um, Dude, my my first email is still my email, but I love ninety nine. Oh, oh boy, oh, oh, <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not that bad. but it's crazy, man. Honestly, but yeah, yeah. So 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 what what does it take to write a song for you? Like, how what's your thought process? How do you go? About I check it, man. So so um, right now, uh, I'm in a position where I'm trying to make this shit happen for real. Mm-hmm. So I haven't been dropping that that much music. I, I dropped uh, this year. I dropped what two, three tracks, and that's not a lot. Well, I can. It's it's because it's because I'm I'm cooking right now. So so if I really want to take this shit seriously, I sat sat down and talked with myself, and I was like, "You want to take this shit seriously? You have to hit the global market." 
you really have to hit the global market. You know, it's cool being famous in Kuwait, Middle East and shit. I right, cool. And I said, I need to hit the global market. So, so how does one tackle something like this? Uh, this is pretty much me walking into a battlefield competing with at least another 100 million artists right, right now. So this is not to be underestimated. You understand? Like this is a situation to be taken seriously. This is a situation to be, you have to have a plan. You got to have a plan of attack and how you're going to attack and when you're going to attack and you got to have all this shit, you know? It's not just a whoop-de-woo, drop a song away. No, no, no. You ain't going to make it like that, bro. You got to have fucking, you got you to plot. You got to have a backup plan to a backup plan to a what's happening next. You got to plan your whole year out. You feel me? So yeah. My my plan, I say this openly, is to introduce something that the world has never heard before. Sounds very easy, very easy to say, you very know. Hard to do. Close to impossible to do, you know. Uh, over the years, we have heard many Western uh, Western beat makers from Timbaland to DJ Khaled to whoever the fuck uh, trying to sample Arabic music, and nine times out of ten, they're using the cheesiest of the mm -hmm. cheesy it's always the same Oud or the egyptian uh nay or or and it's always a cheesy way they play it and it's not arabic it's not that authentic arabic shit bro mm -hmm. that arabic especially for me that khaliji shit you understand you know who so, i think is doing that right now khalifa santos shout out to khalifa santos he's, he's khalifa, khalifa santos shout out to him well i can i'm very sorry but where where's your music you understand he's a yeah. real bro for, for 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 somebody like uh, he, he's a dj for me this is right. he's a he, this is jockey this is not creation of music in my opinion okay. you're taking okay. and putting them on top of each other you understand this is you're doing something way easier than anybody else is doing you understand it's hot no I fuck <laughs> it's hot but but he are using quavo's lyrics which are hot as fuck onto uh fucking uh, uh what's her name uh she's which is also hot as fuck like it can't go wrong it would be very hard to go wrong with this you understand no no bro i'm on a whole different level bro i'm trying to create something from zero from zero i'm talking motherfucking zero so so my, my plan is to introduce um the real khaliji emotional music to the west because i believe this is something that they have not heard before Mm -hmm. This is something they are going to fall in love with. I love if, if a whole nation of people like us, we love this Arabic music, then I'm pretty sure they're going to fuck with it like a motherfucker, you know? Because this music is beautiful. It has love behind it. So uh, I, I do have a track. I will I will, I will, will send to you. I have a sample of a track of, of where I'm, I'm, I'm actually... Um, I introduce Arabic mawal singing into, into something, into soul wow. music, into soul music. So... Wow. Um, and it's very powerful. Uh, I, I've, I only have a hook done. I've been sitting on this hook for probably a year and a half now. Can we, can we listen uh, to it? Like how can I play it for you? How, how, how do I do that? How do I, I do that for you? I mean, I can allow you to share a screen and you can like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could do that. So, uh, so this is, this is an exclusive on it to the show. What the future of Jabal is looking like. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And this is only a hook and this is unmixed, unmastered. Well, I can, you can still hear the love and the power behind this. Right. So how do I, how do I, uh, so share on, screen? Uh, on uh, Zoom, you got share screen. You choose the screen. Where, where is it? Uh, in the bottom of the screen. It's on the bottom of the screen. It's green. Yeah. There's real. I'll share screen. Oh, it's right there, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Well, uh. <laughs> 
I check it. All right, you good? Be honest. Uh, share, share some. Make sure you share some. Jabber feed. Dalal. My drone. When you go up on the screen, says you're there's like a little. Oh, check it out. There we go. Okay, I got you. I got you. Share, share. I got you. All right, let's go. Let's take a listen. I didn't want that song Holy myself shit. right now. I want oh, the whole damn, song. Bro. <laughs> yeah. That was like, you know, lay back, chill to that music. You can't find this shit anywhere. I don't give a yeah. fuck where you look. It doesn't you exist. You understand? So that's that's the game right there. That's the game. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to introduce something new. Really, really, really something new to these motherfuckers. Right. Where you have that. This is not mixed and mastered. I don't understand. I don't know if you guys know music, I but the, the, the amount of steps. The big step you take after mix and master, the sound quality is gonna make you cry. You understand? So, so it's 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 um, if if right now I, when I listen to this track, bro, I can I I I can see this in movies. I can see this in public. I can see this everywhere. I can see this in concert. This is the type of music that hits your soul. You understand? And yes. for me, it has a big story. Is they eat for my hands, but they do not know that I could cut them off and let my money go, which applies to a lot of situations in my life. You understand which what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. You you understand? <laughs> these, are, these are situations that many people go through. You understand? Where where goddamn? Where where you're feeding someone and they're biting your hand? Oh, you bitch ass motherfucker! You don't know I can just move my hand, huh? So so introducing arabic real non-cheesy but beautiful arabic music to the market is where i'm going bro this is where i'm at you know like i i, I believe i'm able to do something not even timberland was done timberland yeah. could do this for real like timberland one of the greatest producers that could not do this you know he had the uh we get the arab money arab, with buster rhymes and he got all that that's not arabic bro <laughs> that's it's not so, yeah it's not real that's, yeah. that's not i don't be hating you know that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we've got so, him on featuring on this song. Nobody, nobody. I'm, I'm done you. with, bro. I'm done. I'm done with features. Uh, you know, believe it or not, I got Kodak Black in my DMs. Uh, the other week I posted on story and I was like, nah, I'm not even gonna use this, bro. I got an NLE, NLE chopper verse sitting on my computer. I got a gunner verse sitting on my computer. I got all for free. I don't pay for. You understand? Right. But I'm not finna use these for at least another five years, bro. Like my my come up, I've realized. I looked. I'm like, okay, I have established a fan base. I have established a group set of people who show me love or will support me. That's all I need. I don't need features now. I don't. I I don't see the benefit from features. I feel like when you get on a track with Snoop Dogg and you eat Snoop Dogg on the track, 
I, I, I felt like he was dragging me down. I ain't even gonna cap right now. You understand what that song, do, 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 bro. I fucking murdered that shit, bro. You know, I fucking, I stepped on that motherfucker. You know, the song came in. It was I and go get a result and a bump and a bump, whether or not the teapot on the beat might settle. And Snoop comes in, he's vibing. And then I come in, I got a gun and go do, 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 do. What you gonna do? Bro, there was sauce in that motherfucking song. You feel me? And every time I listen to that track, I'm like, yeah, Snoop's legendary. He's cool as fuck. Well, I can, bro, I ate that. I hate him. Right. I fucking hate him. You know, and, you know, it's like, you know what, man, Jabba, I think you need to you need to recognize your own shine right now and you need to use that, utilize that shine for yourself, you know? Exactly. And that's the way, bro. I'm not gonna feature nobody. You're gonna see my next uh my, my my next 10 to 20 tracks are going big budget on video. I'm talking big, big budget, big budget on everything. We're taking this shit seriously now. I'm trying to hit the global stage. I'm trying to come and not walk. I'm trying to come and stomp him, you know, because I'm right. a big dog and I stomp him, motherfuckers. That's what I do. You know, I don't come in soft. I like shock factor, bro. Shock factor is my motherfucking favorite thing. It's what I'm about. So yeah, I took I'm over the Kuwaiti market with that. We executed, we hit it, we did it, you feel me? And now we're just going global, bro. It's easy, man. Right. It's easy money, bro. Yes, you haven't answered my question at all. My question was, how do you write your shit? <laughs> oh, uh, so writing my shit, bro. Uh, a song for Jabal, man. I, I... So there's this quote, Ed Sheeran. He, 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 I heard from him and I, it's, it's stuck with me ever since, man. Wait, you listen to Ed Sheeran? I listen to everybody, bro. You got to understand music before you make music, bro. You got to listen to everything, yeah, bro. That's, from that's everything, a fair statement. I take it back because you do not look like a motherfucker who listens to Ed Sheeran. That's a judgmental statement, Ali. How much money he make? He's making millions, bro. Like, he's doing something right. I got There's something I can learn from there. You feel me? So I listen right. to everything. So right. I watch you yeah. and I hear you. So he said this quote one time, but really stuck with me. He said, being an artist is like a dirty tap. And when, when you're a dirty tap and you open up the water, what comes out at first is like dirty water. You don't want to associate with that water. Shit, this is crap. So it's coming out, coming out. It's, yeah, yeah, it's slowly, but it's, it's slow. You keep it on for an hour, it's coming, it's getting cleaner. You feel me? A day later, that shit's fucking see-through, clean and nice and drinkable water. So, so when we take this process and apply it to music and go like, all right, man, we gotta understand as artists, 90% of the shit we say is not hot. You know, once you recognize that very important point that important point and you're able to kill your ego to the point of really able to be like is this hot or not because as humans we love ourselves man we're egotistical motherfuckers me i love my voice bro i would listen to my voice all day man i don't give a fuck bro i love this shit you, you like hearing yourself talking you like hearing yourself talking and i'm pretty sure this applies to everybody so we like talking you feel me so yeah. same applies to me a lot of artists they make a song and they listen to it I'm like damn this is the hottest shit <laughs> in the world but it's fucking disgusting. It's whack. It's dead. You know <laughs> what the fuck is this, bro? And, and 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 once you recognize that, and you recognize all this, you are able to filter out your bad music, because nobody make it's you. You never walk into the studio and make a hit on your first ten minutes. It don't work that way. Music does not work that way. It comes with practice and trial and error. You know, finding your lane, all that shit. So. With me, the way I make music now, bro, is I, first of all, I stepped back as an artist. I stopped making music and I recognized of, okay, how I'm making music. I really broke the steps down. And uh, right now I will never force myself to write. I used to have, uh, I used to treat this like a job. I used to sit down every day from 10 a.m. I spent eight hours writing music every day, a minimum eight hours where you find yourself really inspired for the first few. And then the rest is just like, I'm just trying to get this fucking over with. 
So I don't I don't force myself to write music anymore. Uh, sometimes I'll take a whole month off of not writing jack shit, anything. I'll just take a month off of listening to music and seeing, putting my ear to the streets and listening. Hey, what's hot right now? Why is this hot right now? So uh, once I finish that process, I sit down and um, I freestyle. I, I get high as fuck. I get so high that I can't see in front of me. And I turn on the beat as loud as it can go. And I really try to connect with that beat. I understand the beat. Even if I made the beat, I already get it. If I purchase the beat or I'm working with a producer, uh, I really, I try to tap into what the fuck he was trying to send across with this beat and try to, I try to correlate with that. Because right. uh, the most beautiful thing about making music is Synergy. if you're a producer, yeah, if you're a producer and you had a certain image in your head, or a certain sound that you're trying to produce, but weren't able to put it on because you weren't an artist and you send it to an artist and without telling them, they are able to decipher that message just through the music. If they are able to understand, damn, this is on some emotional gangster shit or this is on some blah, 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 whatever, whatever shit. And I'm able to apply that without the conversation happening. That's magic. And that's great feeling. It's like, damn, you understand what I'm writing. You, you know what I'm writing, you know? And um, another tip, for anybody who's trying to make music out there, this is an issue I've been seeing recurring and I think it needs to be pointed out. Right now, Ali, let's take uh, let's take the word uh, car. Can you please give me five words that rhyme with car? Far. Far. Star. Star. <laughs> Far. Far. Star. Uh, scar. Uh, guitar. <laughs> uh, Mopar, let's say, okay? So, so, so these are five words that came to a head pretty, pretty quick, right? We, right? It required no thinking. A lot of artists these days, they, they don't understand that, hey, you are in competition with another hundred million artists. You are bound to have the same rhymes as a lot of people if you don't actually <laughs> selectively pick out your rhymes, you know? So you hear a lot of people coming with, uh, hey, man, I had the same flow or I had the... Habibi, there's only a certain amount of words you can use and a certain amount of fucking flow. Like, how many words you know, are like, like 49,000? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So you got to rhyme a few. You got to be real selective with your shit. You got to really sit down and be like, all right, man. So what I do is I dish out the first five words. That's what I usually do. So if I have a certain bar I'm trying to perceive or a certain message I'm trying to get across, I'd find the rhyme and then I'd say the first rhyme, I'd throw it out, second, throw it out, third, throw it out, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, however often I need to throw out until I come up with a rhyme that's so unused, it's like, damn, that sounds new. That's new to the ear. When someone hears a rhyme with that to that, they weren't expecting that shit. And this is how you stand out as an artist. You know, your word choice, your rhyme choice, you got to understand always you are competing with the world. You are not competing with your hometown, which no, you're competing with the world right now. You feel me? So, yeah, man. Is yeah. that why rappers sometimes use like uh, words from the dictionary? You know, they, they go for those. Is that why rappers sometimes use those big words from the dictionary? Like, you know, go through yeah, SATs man, and shit, yeah, bro. With Eminem, uh, he, he made this thing a thing, you know, Eminem revised the dictionary. Yeah. Look, man, you got to understand, bro. The old Eminem is very different to the new Eminem. I, I don't like the new Eminem. Uh, I really Ooh. don't like it, bro. Uh, I believe Eminem uh, needs to get back on drugs to make good music. This is the reality. <laughs> I'm being for real, dog. Yeah, I know, I, I know. But it's like, it's like, geez. so obviously we do not encourage the use of drugs on this show. Uh, <laughs> no, we don't, we don't, we don't at all. No, no, we don't, we don't. But but uh, as an artist, <laughs> as, an, as an artist, um, Eminem, I, I believe he plays his cards wrong right now. Uh, Eminem was at the pinnacle of his career, mm. uh, a godfather 
in the lane of uh, hip hop, uh, went against everyone's word, made it out a king, and he did not know when to stop. This was his mistake, as as I see it. So what happened was Eminem won, I think it was a Grammy or an Oscar for his song, Lose Yourself. Yeah, Oscar. Yeah, Oscar. And that's never been done in hip hop. That's an accomplishment that you don't get. And back then, for me, his music was the hottest thing on the planet, bro. He Mm -hmm. really had heart in his music. You hear the passion, you hear the love behind it, you hear the more. Academy Award for Best Original Song. Yeah, Yeah. Academy Award. And he was funny. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he, like, he didn't give a fuck, bro. He had this thing about him. He'd go in and I'd say, yeah, man, uh, he'd say the worst shit. I ain't going to say what he said. I can't, bro. I ain't built like that. He's weird. But, like, um, <laughs> uh, you know, he said some really, like, oh, shit, shit. So what happens is is he was he was heavily stuck on drugs here. He was on Xanax. He was on sleeping pills. He was on whatever the fuck he was on. And once he got clean, you know, as a human, it's, good, it's very good to go clean everything. But you got to understand your music making capabilities relied on drugs you were not able to make music without drugs that's every time he wrote a song he was dosed out on drugs so once he stopped you could tell when eminem changed now he thinks going fast is good for some reason i don't know why i don't know (laughs) i really don't know who told him like that's the route he should be taking i loved but like i think he just did it to break his old guinness world record Bruh, no, no, you don't trust me, man. As an artist, you ain't gonna release shit just to break a record. You're gonna release shit because you like it, bro. Mm-hmm. I really think Eminem, uh, Eminem should have stopped music and should have been the person bringing up new artists. He should have uh, helped the hip hop community a little bit. Now, now I, I feel like he's like, hey, man, what are you doing, bro? Like, where, 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 where were his last few songs? And what was that fucking MGK diss? That was so weird, bro. That's why. <laughs> You know, like you, you lost, you lost your Godfather status after that shit, bro. You associating with these small kids like that, you know. You Eminem for fuck's sakes, man. You know, again, yeah, bro. That's that's a that's M for you, man. I, I don't like the new one. I mean, a lot of people think otherwise. Yeah, but also people, a lot of people, people say that. Okay, fine. Listen, to, like a lot of people saw it as gotta understand, bro. Yeah, I know. I know where you come. Listen, hey, listen. I know where you're coming from. This, uh, when I when I talk about like 90% of people, I'm not talking about artists here. I'm talking about the listeners. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. So as yes, sir. as 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 listeners, a lot of people actually like the the kill shot disc, like the way he went hard with it. And I'm not gonna lie, I liked it too. Right? Cool. Cause, yeah. Because I'm the type of guy. I don't like the ooh, this sounds nice. I listen to what an artist has to say. That's why my mind, if you ask me who's my favorite artist right now, today, I'd say easily J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Who else? These are the main two that I listen to. Uh, Who else is there in the Ice Cube, old Ice Cube, right? Like NWA and past after NWA. Like these are who I listen to now. Why? Because I enjoy the lyrics, what's being said. I understand. Wow, you can ride, you can ride orange and door hand, you fun. (laughs) <laughs> what, what you, what's the message what's the message you have right yeah. what's what do you have to say as an artist what's what's the story behind you this is this is why i enjoy j cole and kendrick lamar a lot mm-hmm. right so if you ask me now ali uh what's your favorite song from j cole a lot of people will say oh i like that 2014 force hills drive right the 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 what was it um uh don't save her 
She don't want to be saved. Don't. So, what was that song called? Yeah, you know I what I'm talking song. about? That's yeah, not my favorite song. J. Cole song. Yeah. No, I've been a J. Cole song like, fan since forever. My favorite hmm. would be For Your Eyes Only. The whole album, especially the last song. I don't know if you've heard it or not. No, I've heard, heard I've heard all. I've heard. Listen to music, bro. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. So, so, so now you asked me with Kendrick Lamar. A lot of people would say, oh, good kid, Mad City. Okay, there's a story there. It's uh, nice. Pimp a butterfly, man. Right? Pimp, to pimp a butterfly. butterfly. That was literally, he said, to pimp a butterfly, that was a classic CD. Ghetto Lullaby for Everyone Day MC, right? This, my favorite is Duckworthy. The story behind Duckworthy, yeah. how he became a rapper, right? Storytelling. That's my favorite. You know the 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 greatest storytelling hip hop uh, song ever that was that's recognized between all artists. Uh, Have you heard? Of is it the Jordan Lucas one? Nah, nah. Have you heard of Immortal Technique? No, I haven't. All right, man. Listen, bro. This is coming from a real hip hop head, man. I'm telling you, bro. Listen, man. Immortal Technique, dance with the devil. This is just for you. Listen to this later, and please like, because if you like lyricism, I'd like to introduce you to one of the greatest lyricists in the planet. American hip hop artist. Yep. Is that him? Immortal. Just, just around yep, the yep, same thing. Let's just screen real quick. So this is the guy you're talking about. Him. Yes, Immortal Technique. This is one of the greatest. Uh, he, he has he has released one of the greatest songs, storytelling songs ever, and it's recognized internationally as as Dance as. The devil. There it is. It's like literally yeah, the first yeah. thing that came on the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's uh, it's a song, bro. It's, it's, you want storytelling? Now you, you'll understand. You understand is is. Man, as a hip hop artist, I go deep. I listen to everything that's ever been released, bro. It's what I do. Zayn. Now, uh, respect to J. Cole, Kendrick, Kuzluma. They rap the dope as fuck, bro. But listen, bro, this is you know how every era has has their greatest. Yes. Okay. Um, have you studied hip hop? I'm not gonna assume you have or have or I have. Mean, I mean, I I I wouldn't I say I studied it. it yeah. I have a very different appreciation. To the average okay. listener, I would say. Okay. Okay. So uh when you really go deep in this shit, really go deep, you will recognize that J. Cole and Kendrick are all little boys in this game. <laughs> little boys, bro. Nah, Understand that? You, like you can't. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't. You can't. <laughs> Shattering his his dreams. Listen, they're dope. I'm not saying nothing else, but they're dope. But what I can, you're talking about the difference between the guy training to go to space and the guy who went to space. You understand what I'm talking about? Uh, uh, okay, I see where you're They're going both great. This. They're both great. They both participated in the greatest thing in the world, which I believe was hip hop. I they participated in that and were leaders in that. Well, I can, you know, until you like once, maybe after the stream, you can listen to that song and you you understand where I'm coming from. I because oh. the the, you know, you understand where I come. There, there, there are people out there that are unknown. Well, I can. They, they were so raw. It's scary, bro. It, I've, I've heard that song over, over three, four thousand times. I get goosebumps every fucking time I hear it. Not from yeah, the and then expect me to wait to listen to it, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dark. Listen, bro. It's a dark song. It's dark. It goes dark, bro. I'm right. talking. It goes dark. I, like I don't know. If it's a long song. To Kevin, man. It's on your shot, bro. Your call, man. But it's six minutes forty nine. No, no. I'll listen to it after. Yeah, the show. yeah, yeah. After, bro. It's, it's a long thing, but it needs to keep. So listen to that. You'll understand what I'm coming back after that, right. man. Right, right, Bam. yeah, right. So, with all that being said, 
I know we talked a little bit about this, Basmari. I think our last question to you would be, what would the future of job? What's the future of job looking like? Where do you see yourself in the next 10 years, five years, whatever number you want to put on it? Um, I, I move. Uh, I move with a plan always. Right. Uh, I believe by 2025, I will be a large, very large scale international artist. Um, I don't really uh, need anything from anybody. What I can, what I do appreciate having in my life is the love of my city, love of my Arabic people. I am trying to do something mm -hmm. that not many were able to do. And I love myself for that, you know, and if people gonna recognize that, I'll tip my brim to you. If they ain't gonna recognize that, they're gonna recognize the husband I lost him in a few years. And man, you know, bro, I'm just, uh, you know, man, you, like, this is the thing, bro. You don't know when you're coming up. You don't know which song is gonna take you up. You don't know when's happening, what. You try and plan as much as you can, and God laughs at us like, ah, oh, man, you don't know what's coming, you know? <laughs> So, so, um, I, I'm just happy to be here, man. You know, I'm happy to be an artist from Kuwait. I'm able to pave a path for people. Yep. And I've really, I'm accomplishing my dreams as I'm talking, you know, to you guys. You know, I have people like yourselves, you know, uh, who are interested in my story and interested in my journey down here uh, and using your platform towards this, you know, and I appreciate people like you. And you know, you're gonna see job on the top, man. God yeah, damn it, you're gonna post this on Instagram in a few years, be like, hey, God, I knew it before you did, man. <laughs> <laughs> we were there from the beginning. <laughs> we're already doing this. What are you talking about? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. We're already doing that shit. Shut up. No, but you're not. Man. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And it's, yeah, wrong, it's really, I mean, it's really and I'm glad you thing. believe in yourself this much. Wow. Yeah. I'm, really, I'm really happy for you. And I'm happy. Yeah. No, alhamdulillah, I finally got to understand who Jabir al-Mullah is as a person. Instead of just hearing about him, you know, oh, Sama'tina, oh, Sama'tina, no, Ana Sama'tmin Jabir himself, right? And I'm glad that man. you're honest and thank Ali, you for watching. Yeah. So bro, thank you for watching best. another episode of A2 The Show. If you guys enjoyed this episode half as much as we enjoyed filming it for you, Let's please go. like, subscribe and share. Go ahead and follow Jabir. You probably came over here from Jabir. Let's be honest. <laughs> hey, <laughs> if you guys haven't and you came from us, go let them know we sent you. Uh, 5XL, just drop. Give that a listen. Future songs, you should also give that a listen. Jabir, anything you want to shout out or let the world know? Big love, man. Hey, man. You know, this is one of the greatest fucking interviews I've done. I felt very comfortable with these beautiful people, bro. Thank for God, real, bro. man. I Certified vouched and checked for by Jabba, man. This is a ski mask. <laughs> you go take what you want in the world, man. Go take what you want, bro. Don't let nobody tell you you can't, right? Damn it, bro. You take your shoe and you plant it on the floor and you make sure motherfuckers know you're here. You feel me? It's big love to you guys. I'll also you can look them for Much real. Love. Salute to you guys. Much love. And yeah. if you guys ever need anything, feel free to reach out to me. I'll fuck with y'all heavy. Y'all good people, man. For yeah, real, for real, for real. Well, you know, <laughs> the show, it's peace. Um, love. Signing out. We'll see y'all. Salute. Salute. Salute.